Welcome back to the Flat Rate Tech Podcast. On today's episode, I talked to an Audi technician in Texas. Check it out. Hope you enjoy the episode. So what's up, man? You are an Audi technician, huh? Uh, yes, sir. I'm an Audi technician in uh, Texas. So how yeah. how, uh, how many years have you been with Audi or Audi? How do you say it? Uh, Audi. The, there Audi. was a yeah. There's a thing. Uh, there's like a a brochure when you buy first buy a car from Audi, and it says Audi is pronounced like cloudy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I guess too many people pronounce it Audi. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I've been with Audi, uh, well, the Volkswagen Audi group, uh, since 2014. That's where I started in a Volkswagen dealership. You make it up to master level or? Uh, yeah. So when at Volkswagen, they do, uh, uh, sorry if you hear banging, I guess people are working on stuff. (laughs) Um, you'll probably hear my dogs. (laughs) Oh, that's fine. (laughs) Um, so Volkswagen has like, a categories that you have to uh use to get master level so like you know engines and transmissions and stuff like that so right. uh they call them specialties uh so i have all the specialties for volkswagen but i didn't take the volkswagen test i left before i could do that um the volkswagen master test is basically like hands-on you they, you diagnose a car in front of a group of people and they tell you if you did a good job or not <laughs> yeah so uh, the Volkswagen, the Audi one is similar to that, um, but I did get all for Audi. So Audi's technically a little bit different than Volkswagen as far as their training goes. So I have all the classes for Audi, so they consider me a master. But they also have this diagnostic technician course, and um, you have to be invited to that for you to be considered a master Audi technician or really? master guild. They call it master guild. What kind of class is that? So it's a, uh, it's it's similar to the Volkswagen one where you have to do a. There's like a week of in-person training, and you'd learn how to. They teach you their diagnostic process, right? And then after that, you the you go back to the your dealership for like another month to practice the diagnostic process as per Audi, and then you go back for a week worth of hands-on evaluation. And if you pass and fix all the cars in the allowed time, uh, then you pass the course and you become Master Guild. And of course, that gets you a pay bump. Yeah. What's the uh, top pay for Audi, Audi Tech's Master? Well, I guess it depends where you're located. Right. right? right. So up in Pennsylvania, which is where I'm originally from, um, it's like you don't even make like $30 an hour. Really? Yeah. But then down here in Texas... I mean, there's, I heard of guys making, you know, $40 an hour as guild. Nice. Yeah. Computer's all messed up. <laughs> yeah. I was well, trying to figure I, out how to use mine. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I tried to use my Wi-Fi and then all of a sudden it cut out on me. So I'm using the internet off my phone to run my computer. Oh shit. It's just like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Don't you, don't you love it when the fucking computers don't work? Yeah. So how many techs you guys got at your shop? So in my shop where I'm at, uh, so there's two dealers in my area. So the one, the one that I'm at, cause I worked at both of them. The one where I'm at is, uh, there's like a uh, 14 Audi techs 
And then the rest of the guys are used car. I don't know how many of them they are. Do you have like an express shop and stuff like that? Uh, no, at the other dealership, there there is an express shop. So like so they, at- they call them executive executive you get all yeah. fancy with it without you know? <laughs> exactly right <laughs> so it's kind of whack they they make pretty good money for what it is waiters sitting leather chairs with massagers on them and shit. <laughs> can fancy. only imagine <laughs> no they have an espresso machine though <laughs> <laughs> jesus they got somebody serving it too huh uh i mean <laughs> i don't think so anymore uh when i because i did a brief stint at mercedes for a little bit in between the, the Audi dealerships and the Mercedes, they had a freaking cafeteria and they fed you. Damn. Yeah. So that's a that's a little bit more bougie. So like at Honda and Ford, that's the two brands I've worked for. They do pizza parties. What do y'all do? Like steak parties and shit? <laughs> steak parties. <laughs> no, we get pizza parties too, man. They're, they're cheap all around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. They got to line their pockets, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so you guys got like a, you get a lot of turnaround over there. A lot of people uh, quitting and coming in. And Honestly, at this one that I'm at, there has been, since the, in the 10 months I've been there, there's been like three people who quit and they haven't filled the spots yet. God, but at, tough. at the other location, at one point in time, eight people walked out. Wow. At the same time, they all fucking left. Why? Uh, well, they didn't, everybody had beef with the, the service director. I mean, I don't know how it is over at your Ford store, but there's a director and then there's like two managers for service. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's Stupid. pretty much common everywhere. Yeah. So did nobody liked the director at the dealer that I was the first dealer I was at and they decided to leave and go to the dealer that I'm at now. So there was eight people. And they all left like a week apart, two weeks apart. Wow. Yeah. So, but we had enough work and we had a lot of guys. So them leaving didn't really put a dent in it. That's, that's where the problems start, man. Is that director? Mm hmm. They put the wrong people in the position. Yeah. They're not there to help anybody. They're there to make themselves look better. You know what I mean? Exactly. And make, you know, $400,000 a year. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, Audi, it's probably a million, right? <laughs> I mean, somebody's making a million dollars. I wish it was me, though. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. So, what what is your uh, labor rate over there? It is, I believe, it's one eighty five. One eighty. Damn, that's cheaper than ours. Well, you're in Florida, though. I feel like sometimes Florida is more expensive depending on things. Like your houses are more expensive than Texas. Yeah, at yeah. least where I'm located. Yeah. So, like. We're actually buying a house now um, where it's in the process of being built. It's almost done. Um, So it's with it all said and done, the lot that we picked and the upgrades, it's 250,000 for three bedroom, two baths, 1,480 square feet. Wow. So that's not a bad price. No, I think I I think it's on the cheaper side right now, especially in the markets going up. Yeah, exactly. And Texas is booming right now. Yeah. Everybody's Almost. moving there. Yeah. Everybody from California buying up all the houses. Yeah, they got all that fucking greedy money they got. <laughs> yeah, when they sell their houses for stupid amounts of money. They don't even sell them. They just keep them. <laughs> it's like, fuck it's, it. It's a write-off. <laughs> right? We're in the wrong business. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I like doing what I do. When you find the right dealership, it's not bad. But working your way to find the right dealership is where the problems are. You know what I mean? Like, I've worked at a couple where it was just horrendous. The buddy systems, the oh yeah, people getting fed. You you expecting to move up, and next thing you know, they hire somebody in to take that job that you were gonna do. Yeah, I remember you like saying that. that about in when you were Express Loop, and you had to find somebody to take your position because they kept yeah. feeding it, giving it to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. You, if you want to move up, you got to, especially right now because they can't even get a tech, just a regular technician, let alone a loop a loop tech. You know. Nobody Those wants to the, work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the ones that where I'm at now, they're on their goddamn phones the whole time. Oh my God, that's an understatement. They have no idea how much money they can make where I'm at right now. But they If they go, just worked. Yeah, and you just catch them in the break room, just sitting there playing on their phones. Like, what are you fucking doing? Why am I doing an oil change and you're hiding in here? Mm-hmm. Get off your fucking ass. But the thing is, is... They don't have anybody training them. You ba- they basically get thrown in there and expected to work. And that's another reason why this shit's failing, why they can't get technicians. And when they do get technicians, they end up quitting after a few months. Mm-hmm. They it's because they, training them. they have to find them from other brands. And then people from other brands, they get discouraged when they come to the brand that, you know, that you're hiring them for. Yeah. And they have issues, you know, scan tool and, wiring diagrams and how to work the repair manual. That's why I left Mercedes, honestly. So I left Audi to go to Mercedes and work on all the fancy shit. Yeah. I'm a, I I like to be a Euro tech. That's my thing. Everything European. I I mean, I've worked on, you know, Japanese cars and stuff like that, but my heart is in the European brand. So when I went to Mercedes, it was, it was the cars, are like German Toyotas, right? They don't break often. I did more services at Mercedes than I did my entire time at Audi. Wow. But when there were issues, I didn't know how to use their wiring diagram. I didn't know how to use their repair manual. And because they're like, oh, you're a master Audi technician, get to work. Yeah. You'll figure it out. Well, I mean, it took me five months. I started finally figuring it out. But then we got so slow. I was on a list every day. Mm. So I barely make a hundred percent and I, I need to make more than a hundred percent for me to, for it to be beneficial for me, you know? Yeah. Those lists, man. I remember that shit at Honda for sure. It's the That's worst. like the difference. So you, you being at Audi, you work on everything, right? You do like mm-hmm. transmissions, you'll do squeaks and rattles and brakes and everything. Right. Yeah. See like the domestic side, it's, you do one thing. So you do transmissions and that's it. Or you oh, do I engines see. and that's it. Okay. Are you on I don't know if you're on TikTok at all. No. But there's a whole thing of car people, right? Like there's a whole car talk, they call it. And people have lost their jobs for it. We're really? playing all they're doing is making videos of their day to day, like you do with the podcast, and people get canned. Wow. Yeah. Even right now? Right now, yeah. They're like, if you don't cancel your account, we're going to have to fire you. What are they doing? They're just like, they'll just record themselves working on a car and like make a joke out of it. Or, hey, look what I found. Or customer states, 
you know, ever since you did my breaks, my husband's cheating on me or whatever, you know, jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they, and they get canned for that. And I think it's because they'll have the name of the dealership or the brand on them. Yeah. If you do that, that's, that's fucked up. You can't use, you can't, like I've read all the rules, you know, the social media rules and shit, and you can't talk about the dealership. You can't use customer names. I mean, this is obvious stuff. I'm not taking pictures at work. I don't do any of this stuff at work. So, and most of the stuff I talk about, it's not even has anything to do with my job. It's all shit that I've dealt with and emails from other guys that listen, you know? Oh yeah. A lot of it, you know, I've been through all the same shit. (laughs) It's the same everywhere. Yeah. That's the problem. (laughs) The memes that I make on a Facebook, everybody's like, this, do you work with me? Do you work next to me? Because this is exactly what's happening at my shop. I'm like, it happens everywhere. And maybe I do work next to you. (laughs) (laughs) It's possible. So some Ford guy is going to be like, I know this voice. (laughs) I doubt it. I've only been with Ford for like four years. I was a Honda guy for 17. That's a big change. It's a huge, huge change. change. And the reason why I did it was at my dealership was busy. I mean, I, that I'm not going to say too much about that place, but, um, the thing is, is they make, they started being open seven days a week. So I'm working three Saturdays a month and a Sunday plus a late night. It's like, so there's weeks you'll work seven days. I've worked 14 in a row. No, that's crazy. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm done, dude. I went to Ford and it was one Saturday a month. It was a huge change. I mean, I had no idea what I was doing. I literally got there the first day and they gave me seven tickets. And I'm like, I don't even, they're just normal door latch recalls. I'm like, I don't even know how to pull the fucking door panels off of these (laughs) things. And nobody showed me how to use your computer. So I broke all kinds of stuff. And they're like, oh, don't worry about it. They they stock that because it breaks all the time. I'm like, seriously? Like everything you touch, it breaks. That's when you don't know how to do it, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. They probably were like, oh, he's been a tech for 20 years. We don't need to help him. Like, hey, he's a master certified Honda technician. He should be able to work on this. No, it's different, dude. It's totally different. Mm-hmm. It'd be different if you knew if they if crash course on how to use the repair manual, then then maybe everything would be a little bit more smooth. Yeah, or put but, me on a team with a team leader that's willing to help me. Exactly. Take a day and just show me, hey, this you do this, and then the warranty is totally different. Totally different. You got to get like cost caps. You got to get take pictures and send them in. So much. At Honda, stuff you didn't have to do that. No, Honda. If it needs a transmission, you order it and you put it in. So that's interesting. Yeah, we have to get uh, like certain things are blocked that we can't order without approval from tech. So you have to call, make a web ticket, or call and uh, show them your diagnosis or whatever. And if they have you do more things. And you have to continue with your diagnosis and they'll be like, yeah, put a valve body in it or put a transmission in it. And then they have to give you a release code. Right. And then you can order the part that you need. Trying to save money. Yeah. Right. You have no choice sometimes. Especially, I don't know if you heard about the Volkswagen Audi diesel gate issue. No. So diesel... Diesels and passenger cars failed an emissions test from college students. I don't remember which college it was. Don't quote me on it. But they did a test on these cars, on the Volkswagens, and they failed the test. But it says that 
they passed it, the EPA test, right? Like they supposedly cheated somehow. The Bosch sensors, they were able to make them read differently. Uh, well, I guess with some coding or something. And the cars were dirtier than what they were claiming they were. And they got sued for it. It was billions of dollars. Wow. And then because of that, things started to get cheaper. We we started noticing the boxes that the parts came in stopped having the freaking uh, Volkswagen Audi on them. Yep. And they started just being paper boxes without symbols on it. Fucking recycled boxes from Amazon. <laughs> yeah, for real, right? <laughs> they had to make money where they can. Yeah. They started cutting labor times. Ooh. But it's not as bad. Like, from from what I've spoken to people, Volkswagen Audi group labor times are the highest in the industry. Really? Yeah. So, like, they... Yeah, sometimes you may think it's crazy. Like, oh, my God, that's low. But compared to other companies, it's high. So, like, I, I remember hearing about Ford using, allowing impact tools to be making their times for the labor ops. I don't know how true it is. They, they, they use that for an example for removing, like, a fuel tank. They changed the labor time for that, saying that they're, they use power tools and change the times. Is it? Yeah. Well, Audi doesn't do that, or Volkswagen doesn't do that. So, like, we get paid a lot for, so we had to do pistons for a while on our two-liter engines. And they were paying almost 20 hours to do pistons. Wow. Mm-hmm. And we do a lot of evaporator stuff and evaps for, you know, the SUVs. It's like 16, 17 hours to do an evaporator. Damn. So it, I think it pays pretty good. You got to pull the whole dashboard out. I got to remove the windshield too. Damn, for real? Yeah, all because there's two or three bolts that are for the brace for behind the dash pad. You got to remove the windshield for them. So you got to call in a windshield company to come do it, or you got somebody there that does it? Uh, no, we all had to go to training to get to do windshields. Oh, wow. Yeah, they offered a, a windshield class, and then now everybody cuts out windshields. Not everybody. They're slowly sending everybody, but it's going to be a requirement where everybody needs to know how to cut out windshields. Damn, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. They pay good, though, because we have calibrate like driver's assistance calibrations. Right. And we have to do those. Uh, so they have a front camera for like a brake guard. To, and then we have, excuse me. So the the front camera for uh, brake guard and lane change assist. So, or lane departure, sorry. Uh, so yeah. and so it doesn't go out of the lane. Right. And you have to calibrate that with the, with the alignment machine and a big board. Wow. Yeah. So if that job pays 16 hours warranty, how long does mm-hmm. it actually take? Um. Uh, yeah, there it takes, I mean... We have, we have, we usually run the time longer to make up for it. Right. Right. So like if you're going through it, you can get it done in a day. That's not bad. 16 hours. Anything warranty that pays 16 hours has got to be a lot of fucking work. Oh, it's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. It's just like center console out, dash bag, brace out. Yeah. Anything that pays a lot warranty before you do it, you're like, oh shit, this thing pays two hours. This is going to probably take four. Yeah. You know? Because if it took them two hours, then you know it's going to be a long time. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Sick. I can't believe you guys have to pull windshields out, man. <laughs> yeah. It was a big thing when we first started. When we first saw it, and when they first started coming out and we saw the repair manual, everybody's like, no, come on. This is stupid. <laughs> There's no possible way to get in there without taking it out? No, the bolt's really long. 
Oh, that's why. Yeah, we got to pull doors off sometimes. Really? Yeah, that's easy, though. That They just pop right on. Just two 10-millimeter bolts and the harnesses, and they just pop right out. And Oh, well, that's not too bad, then. Anything. Yeah, it's, it's forward. Fucking simple. <laughs> <laughs> Can't beat it. So you work on those, what are those, R8s? Yeah, so there's a few technicians at my dealership that do it. And at the dealership before, you have to be certified to do them. Right. So in the beginning, there was a class for it. You had to go into this class. It was an instructor-led course. And they teach you basically what's in the self-study program. Mm-hmm. They talk about it. And then they have a car there. And then you take door panels off and take little trim pieces off that are tricky. They show you how to rack the vehicle on the lift because it's different. And they talk about the alignments because they're different. Um, it's basically they're from underneath and from the outside. It looks just like a Lamborghini Huracan. And right. so they're, pre- they're practically the same car, except for the interior is different. And obviously the body lines, but engine, transmission, driveline, all the same. Um, so they just, they teach you that. And then you take a test and you pass it and that's it. So it's not really like an intricate course to be certified in them, but warranty will kick back claims if you're not. Yeah, it's just a cover the dealership's ass type scenario. Yeah, except for the last few years, say two years, they took the course away and gave you a ton of instructor, I mean, uh, sorry, self-study programs and videos to watch. You have to take tests on them and then that considers you being certified on them now. Make it easier, I guess. Yeah. Or Because going to the class, it, it, it was like once a year. They didn't have them very often. Wow. Where mm-hmm. do you guys have to go out of state for your training? Uh, so Texas has a, uh, a learning center in Dallas. Oh, okay. So if your dealership's cheap, most are, they'll only send you to Dallas. <laughs> but yeah. some dealerships pull out all the stops. And I've gone to Florida. I've gone to New Jersey, Chicago. Virginia, Atlanta, and I think that's it. Those are the only ones I've been to. There's some in California as well, but I haven't got to go to California yet. How long How long do you go when you go out of state? Are you there for a week or two weeks? I went to New Jersey for one day. Really? <laughs> yeah. It was for windshield. <laughs> I went oh, for one day. You had to go all the way to New Jersey to learn how yep. to cut out a windshield? It was because they wanted me to go right away. I was the first one to get the class in my in my shop. So they wanted me to go right away. So that was the only one that was open at the time. So Audi does a class on how to remove windshields. You can't just learn from like a windshield company. Yes, correct. Because once again, warranty won't pay for it. <laughs> Damn. So they make you go to New Jersey for one day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. And they wonder why they can't fucking use Audi fucking boxes for their parts. They got to use it. <laughs> well, the dealerships pay for the training, not the not Audi. Right, right. So, I mean, I don't know if they get reimbursed. Maybe. Maybe. I, I know they have to pay flights and hotel and stuff. Then when you come back, they say, hey, aren't you glad we sent you? <laughs> right. You should be thankful you, we sent you. Now you get pepperoni on your pizza. <laughs> no raise. No raise. You just get pepperoni. Maybe some breadsticks. 
<laughs> you, know, you can't be sleeping on the breadsticks, though. Sometimes they're actually good. Yeah, they're better. <laughs> Y'all get the steak, though, so. The steak? I don't, yeah, so I don't know, man. Even... I, we got the wrong impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So you plan on staying with Audi, or? Well, actually, um, I'm actually planning on leaving the dealership in total, in general. Oh, yeah? And, go, and trying to go to an independent nice yeah <clears throat> i mean some people the dealership works out great I, my entire career was a dealership and you know and, and yours was too i i from what i've heard yeah um the, the warranty's getting harder to make money on right yeah. i mean even though the the labor times are crazy right the the hoops that you have to jump through you know the stories you have to write yeah the the pictures you have to take the questions that are asked after the repair is done like the car's fixed it's not even here why are you still talking about it you know yeah it the it becomes stressful the environment's very stressful you know and working saturdays suck yeah you know and i work every other saturday yeah. and i just want to go where you know eight to five and i come home and i get to be with my family that'd be nice wouldn't it yeah that's that's why i'm looking into an independent and it's probably going to be a, a European specific independent. They specialize in only European vehicles. Right. Um, but from what I've been seeing, I follow a lot of the European technician pages on Facebook. And um, the Europe, the independent shops have gone up in the past 10 years. So, really? yeah. So, like, they are offering signing bonuses, wages that beat dealership wages. They're continuous learning you know they have they buy all these specialty tools now you know they're they have 401k and you know health insurance you know things that they didn't have 10 years ago that that's the reason why we stayed in dealerships you right. know we wanted the benefits well now the independent shops are getting it you know they sometimes even have loaners they have a service drive you know huh. they're coming up in the world yeah and and they're being way more progressive than what we see in the dealership even. So there's times where dealerships are like, no, I'm not going to send you to this training course. You know, it's the end of the year and we don't have the funds for it or whatever. Right. right. And independent shops, they don't have to talk to an advisory committee. You know, they don't have to, Oh, I got to go run it by my, you know, upper management to give you a raise. I run, I own the damn company. If I want to give yeah. you a dollar, I'm going to give you a fucking dollar. You know what I mean? Or two dollars yeah. or whatever. The owner's actually there. Yeah. And a lot of the times the owners were technicians. Yeah, exactly. So they know what it's like to be a tech and they understand that, you know what? It's stressful environment. You know, I'm going to close early on Friday. My guys go home, you know, and having Saturdays off, you know, and some of them even do four tens. That's that's the issue with the dealerships is it can be a great place to work. It's just the numbers, the pressure that the director has on him, the service manager, the foreman, the techs, you know, the warranty times, doing all your paperwork, all that shit just wears you out. Mm -hmm. And when they don't give you raises or appreciate you, that's how they lose people. And, and that's the hardest thing in dealerships is technician retention. Yeah. Yeah. Now people are going to start going to independent shops. And then what the dealerships do is they just try to buy out the independent shop. <laughs> yeah. 
And but some of them can't even afford to keep their own damn doors open. Yeah, right. They're like, we can't afford to fix the broken light in the shop, so we're gonna have to use flashlights. <laughs> oh yeah, the lift <laughs> maintenance and oh the, man, uh, oil hoses and air hoses and compressors. It's like, man, you want to keep people working, you gotta fucking maintain this shit. And then they get mad when they have to call somebody to come in and fix the AC, uh, the air compressor, and it's like eight hundred dollars. Like I had to pay eight hundred fucking dollars to have that air compressor fixed. You guys need yeah, to take no. it easy on it. Now <laughs> nobody's know? getting lunches on fucking Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got to split a large pizza now, just one, just one. <laughs> Share one slice. <laughs> You're cutting them slices in half, bit. No pepperoni. Oh come on! You can't take the pepperoni away. <laughs> When I was at Volkswagen, uh, it was a really poor dealership. I'm not gonna lie. So they, they, this, this Volkswagen dealership, they were part of a group that had other dealerships. They then, then sold that specific dealership to one guy, who was a partner. So now he just owned that dealership. He wasn't a partner anymore. He, they were like, you know, father and sons were in there running it, and I had two lifts. When I was at Volkswagen at the time, I was what you consider, I guess, their lead tech or one of the lead techs. But I didn't make lead tech money. I was making like fourteen dollars an hour as almost a master Audi tech, a master Volkswagen technician. Wow. Um, yeah, it was bad. Draining you. <laughs> yeah, doing engines and heavy diagnosis for fourteen dollars an hour. Yeah, it was terrible. That's that's bad, dude. Um, they my second lift broke, so like it wouldn't go up anymore, right? And I tell him, hey, the lift's broken, doesn't work. He was like, oh, I can't afford to fix it because we just put new lights in the parking lot for service, for sales. All they did was replace light bulbs. They were really high, I get it. So someone had to come out with the damn truck and go replace these light bulbs. <laughs> they couldn't afford to fix my damn lift because of the light bulb. They didn't have a tech go out there with a ladder and replace it and pay him a half hour. <laughs> Uh, uh, that lift was dead for three months. No shit. Yeah. So wow. it was just a flat flat bay with legs. Wow. It's yeah. just in the way. Yeah, practically. That's crazy. <laughs> the terrible memories of working at that place. It was. It was. We went through six different managers there. Jesus. How and it was fresh. I was there three years. Three years and six different managers. Mm-hmm. And it was fresh out of tech school, so I was fresh out of tech school. You know, when you're when you're in tech school, you have this big head. You think you're freaking God's gift. Oh yeah. At least I did. So I walked into this dealership thinking, "Oh, I'm good. I'm gonna be all right." Because I, you know, I was one at the top in the class or whatever at my school. And I walk in and I fucking I get humbled instantaneously walking in the door, right? And it was on like a freaking Volkswagen. Beetle, a new beetle, like a 2000 new beetle. Wow. And like the foreman is like, you know what that is? And I'm like, honestly, I don't even know what that is. I, I, what, and he's, it was a damn, you know, like the purge valve, right? They just had it in a different location. I didn't know what the hell that was. It didn't look normal to me, right? And then they're like, all right, go pull in this Volkswagen Tiguan. Right? I shit you not, dude. I get in the car. And I didn't know how to start the car. <laughs> and they're like, I'm like, where the hell? There's a freak, the, there's a square where the ignition's supposed to be. And 
someone's walking by and I'm like, yo, how do I start this? There's like, there's a button down by your leg in the center console. Oh. <laughs> it was the first time I've ever had to drive a car with a push button. What the fuck? Why did they put one down there? Yeah, it's it's in the center console, but really low in the center oh. console. So like, I didn't know. I was fresh out of tech school, you know, thinking I knew things, but I didn't. Yeah, they don't teach you the basics, like how to start the fucking car. <laughs> right? Like everything had an ignition, at least I thought. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the good did times. Did you go to uh, like a, a Volkswagen specific tech school? No. So I went to a, it was a generic school. Like a that UTI in, type thing? Sort, yeah. It was just like UTI, but it was like their competition, but in my area. Oh, okay. So where I was at in Pennsylvania, there was only two schools. Of, from that company and they competed with UTI and the only difference was UTI had like quarter cars they called them where you can make bugs on and then you can fix it yeah they had like a front clip of a car that had an engine and wheels and shit at my location I guess they were poor right <laughs> they only used student cars to work on oh wow so if you needed your oil change, you bring it into engine repair and get your oil changed. If you had a transmission concern, you'd bring it into a transmission class and they'll diagnose and repair your transmission. Or if you need an alignment, you can go into steering suspension and they'll align your car or, you know, put struts on it or whatever. Wow. Well, at least so, they're doing what they can. Right? I mean, it worked. There was always something to do. We never right. sat around. And the cars were realistic. Pulling out torches because... You know, up north, there's rust. Yeah. And so we learned how to use a torch, like, early on. First day. <laughs> First day. Here's a torch. Here's how to use it. It's your best friend. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I don't... I couldn't see myself working on cars up north. No way. It's the worst. Yeah. Like, that guy I had on here from Canada, the Honda mm-hmm. tech saying that they have a recall where you see if a center punch will put a hole in the body of it. And if it does, Honda buys the car back. That's amazing. Yeah. It's <laughs> fucking nuts for thousands of dollars, like a O2 CRV, you know, that's a rust for you though. So that's crazy. <laughs> things fall apart. And in up North we had, I've had, I I've owned a car that the bolts didn't look like bolts anymore. <laughs> and I still drove that shit around. <laughs> Damn. I'm sure it's not as bad as Canada. I feel like Canada's always snowing. Yeah. Right? Even if they're not, I imagine Canada as a big snowball, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck, I don't Crazy. know how much I'm going to have to take out of this podcast. <laughs> Are we talking too much about random shit? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, the. It's probably a bad time to do these during the fucking holidays. You got so much shit going on, you know? Yeah. Buying fucking presents as shop. I was at three stores today already. And I got oh, people no. coming over. It's like, damn, man. Thought I was gonna have a night off. Never, never. No. I actually have to start packing. Ooh, to move. Yeah, yeah. So the house should be done at the end of this month or the end of next month. They didn't give us a definitive. So damn, that's stressful, yeah. man. Yeah. When it's we not sold fun packing. When we sold our house to move into the one I'm at now, we bought it off my wife's grandparents. Mm-hmm. So they still owned it. So we were slowly moving into it while we were selling our house. And that was even stressful. I can only imagine selling your house and moving into a new one that 
you have to move, you know, in 10 days. You yeah. have to be out, you know, that that's fucking crazy. It's not fun, especially, you know, having a toddler running around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We had two and three um, dogs. So And three dogs. Yeah. <sighs> Trying to show a house when you got dogs in the house locked in. Impossible. One room. <laughs> you can't, you can't go in there. You can't get attacked. <laughs> Don't worry, it's a room. You, they all look like. <laughs> yeah. I'll send you a picture. <laughs> that's tough. Luckily, we're not actually selling this house. We're just renting this one that we're in. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but we have an inspection coming in, so they gotta like, you know, inspect the house or whatever. A surprise inspection. Yeah. It's like great. You're coming in a surprise inspection while we're moving. <laughs> yeah. After so. he leaves, punch a few holes in the wall. Right. <laughs> Those weren't there when you inspected it. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. Well, I definitely got to have you back on. Uh, I want to hear what it's like at the uh, independent shop. Because yeah. I know nothing about that shit. For sure. If it does go through, I definitely would like to talk about it. You know, yeah, definitely. it's something it's something that I'm taking a leap of faith on as well, because I've never worked in an independent. So. I actually have to buy a fucking toolbox because, you know, Audi's rich. We have built-in toolboxes. With fucking grills built into them. <laughs> refrigerators with your steak. Some guys do have refrigerators, but they're just added on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, last dealership I worked at supplied the toolbox, so I gave mine back to Matco and paid it off, and they claimed it as a uh, repo. Oh, shit. Yeah, so now I can't buy anything from Matco, even though I paid it off. My That's husband, not fair. What the fuck is this? My credit score is perfect. Not perfect, huh. but it's not Better. bad. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, oh, if we have a repo, they won't finance you again. I'm like, well, then I won't fucking buy from you. Fuck okay, it. Go to Cornwell. We don't have any of those around here. Really? Yeah. What? Not that I've seen. It's usually Matco, Snap-on, and just like some random tool truck. Like an independent guy? Yeah. We don't have Mac either. What? Oh, no. Mac is just Dewalt. Pretty much, yeah. I got some of their tools. That's the first toolbox I bought back in 2000 when we had an actual tool truck that would show up. But then Damn. they only came around. They came around that dealership. I was there for like 10 years and they came around probably five of them. Then after that, I never seen a Mac truck again. Actually, one came at the other dealership I worked at for two weeks and then he was gone. That's terrible. Yeah. So you see Mac, you know, you go online and you look, you know, just type in jobs, tool job or uh, mechanic jobs, and you'll see Mac tools, Mac tools franchise, your opportunity to own a Mac tools franchise. I'm like, nah, bitch. <laughs> it's it, it, either they don't know how to sell shit or there's not enough routes. <laughs> there's everywhere. You can go anywhere here because there's no Mac trucks. So if you were a Mac tool dealer and you were good, you could probably make a lot of money out here because there's none of them around. Or even Cornwell. I like yeah. Cornwell. That's just my personal preference for like random things. Right. You know, not like, you know, sockets and ratchets and wrenches and shit. That's definitely my drive tools are snap on mainly right. because of they're just better. And the guy's always here. But Cornwell, their toolboxes are cheap priced and they're made very well. Yeah. So I have a corn I have a Cornwall cart. It's like 30 inches deep. It's like I don't know, maybe like 
five feet tall, maybe taller than that in height. And the flap opens up. It's got full drawers. I paid two grand for it. Wow. Yeah. And it, it holds up, holds up great. So like I, I would buy, I would totally buy a Cornwall toolbox. They have the lifetime warranty on them. Um, I think on like their slides. Yeah. But not like the whole thing. Like, I mean, it's, what's going to happen to it, dude? You know, this is going to crumble in the, I mean, you're you know, going to fucking lower a car down on it. It'll probably some hold people, the car up. <laughs> probably. Some people take <laughs> engines out with their carts. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> now that's nuts. <laughs> I had mine and I had to do a, a seat cushion and, and I closed my cart and threw it on the top of the cart and just scratched the shit out of it. I was like, oh, why did I do that? That just sucks. Brain <laughs> fart, man. Just like big old scratches on it. And I was like, ah, fuck it. This cart's useless now. <laughs> <laughs> I have one of those um, assembly trays. Or disassembly trays, they call it from Blue Point. It's right. like adjustable and it has wheels, and the feet are wide enough to go around a, a tire. Yeah, so, like, you can push nice. it into the bay. I use that for seats. Really? It fits right on top, and you can lower the height and raise the height so where it's right at where you need it. Huh. And it was like 200 bucks. It's, and I think Gear Wrench sells it on Amazon for 150 Wow. So, you get an it's Amazon tool truck and drive that around. That's genius. We got a patent that. (laughs) Get a little, uh, I don't know, Ford Transit or something. Just fill it full of Harbor Freight tools and just sell them. (laughs) People would buy it. For real. It's not bad, man. No, like Icon has come up in the world. You can get a gold ratchet now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Lay that next to your steak while you're eating it, man. (laughs) Look like the fucking pimp over there. The king. Yeah. Make all the money. (laughs) <laughs> 24 karat gold fork <laughs> probably got him <laughs> sure if you had enough money <laughs> harborfreight.com check it out <laughs> I'll, I'll edit that part you can get sponsored from that you know <laughs> yeah probably hey fuck it I don't mind sponsor me did they give you when you did that sponsor not sponsor when you did the tool for Ulsa uh, Ulsa did, yeah. they, did you get to keep that? Uh, yeah, they gave me a, two of them. They did the uh, the they call it a fastener remover set. Yeah, and you know it's clip pullers. Mm-hmm. Those things are badass, dude. Like, I love them things. I use them every day because I do interior work. So because I'm of AC, yeah, I'm constantly <laughs> popping shit out, and I love them. As long as you're careful, you know, uh-huh. you can scratch shit, obviously, because they're metal. But if you're careful with it. They work great. But yeah, they gave me that set and uh, did a review on it and stuff. And then I asked them about doing a tool giveaway and I wanted to give that set away, but they didn't have enough in stock. So they offered me that hex set that I gave away. What was it? Saturday on Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. They gave me, they gave me one to make videos for them. And then they held one at their uh, office for me. So the winner, I just give them the address and they ship it to them for free. It's like, man, nice. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 awesome people, man. That's I'm awesome. Definitely going to be buying more of their stuff because I like everything I got. This the hex set that they gave me. I'm just trying to find a use for it because, you know, I don't really do. I do everything, but and there's not much inside stuff that need hex bolts. I'm sure it's like eight millimeters. Yeah, thirteens, elevens, tens common stuff but i'm sure i'll use it eventually but yeah they're they're 
they support the little guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for if sure. you tried to get something from Matco, they won't even write you back. I don't even bother. No. It has to be the the little things that they sell on Amazon, those kind of places. Yeah. And like Capri tools. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. But that they'll take a chance and give you a tool so you can do a review on it. And I would have shit on it if it was a piece of shit, <laughs> I mean, you know, and this just like the tool set that I gave away. I said, I'll pay for it, whatever it costs. I'll pay for it. And they're like, no, don't worry about it. We'll send you a set for so you can do videos for us and then we'll give a set away. And I'm like, holy shit, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm sure it's like a, a write off, right? Oh, I'm sure but, it is. But still, they could have made money. Yeah. You know? Well, they probably are with the return because I know once you once you get once you made the podcast about it. I went and started looking up Ulsa tools on Amazon oh, I was like, they, right away. So I was like, I got to see what they have now. I've never heard of them. <laughs> yeah, I never did either. And I found them on uh, Instagram and I was like, damn, those those fastener sets look pretty damn nice. And I just hit them up and they were like, yeah, sure. Like, Holy shit. That's amazing. Yeah. So are Olsa they going to do more? <laughs> <laughs> now you got to shout that one out. You can do that. Yeah, <laughs> Definitely. Are they yeah. going to do more with you or are you going to try uh, a different company? I, I'm i not the type of person to bounce around. If one company sticks with me and they're good, I'll stick with them. Okay. You know, I mean, I'm not doing this shit for the money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I could probably go out and get sponsors and stuff like that. What I'm, I'm trying to get sponsors like advertisers, mm-hmm. but like shops <clears throat> that are looking for technicians. Oh, and, that's smart. But I want... Then, you know, I'll read their ad for them, but I don't want to just get any shop. You know what I mean? I don't want to yeah. have a shithole shop on my podcast where I'm sponsoring them. They're sponsoring me and I'm telling you guys, check them out. And it's just setting us up for failure. <laughs> yeah. And then come to find out that it's a shop that everybody quits at because it's got the buddy system. And, you know, that yeah. I don't want to do that. So it's kind of hard. But like tool company, like also tools, I'll definitely do. Like I told him, I said, whatever you need me to do, let let me know. You're doing this for me. I'll do whatever you need. You know, that's they got awesome. my back. I got their back for sure. But like Matco and all them, if they sent me an email and offered it, I'd look into it. But I'm not going to go out of my way. I do this for fun, you know? Yeah, especially, you know, you get to speak to people from all parts of the country, right? Like one guy from Canada, this guy from Texas. (laughs) I was supposed to do one yesterday with a guy from Pennsylvania. You might know him. (laughs) Probably. Uh, Born and raised there. Yeah. But he had to order a headset and a microphone and Amazon screwed him. So they waited until Monday. So we got to reschedule that one. But he really wanted to be on. I wanted to have him on, but it didn't work out. I should have called you, emailed you yesterday, but. Yeah, we could have ran it yesterday, but today's fine either. Oh, well, I was working yesterday. I would, we would have had to do it at 8 o'clock at night. That'd be 9 o'clock for me, and I was hammered. <laughs> that would have been a, a good podcast. <laughs> oh, I'll do it. I've done a few. I've deleted a few podcasts. Trust me. You might, Talking be, a lot. You might see one, listen to one, and all of a sudden it's not there anymore. Oh, oh damn. And listen to it. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Get myself in trouble. <laughs> Said too much. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's fun though. Like to to make your own podcast, it's basically free. You it's know, just like, uh, time consuming. It's very. It's it sounds easy. Mine are only like fifteen minutes long, except for like interviews. Yeah. Yes, but uh, they're actually like 30, 40 minutes. But then I do all the editing. 
and then uh, you got to pay to keep them live. You can do it for free or you can pay like 12 bucks a month or whatever it is to keep them forever. But then mm-hmm. you got to buy the microphone, the laptop, the, you know, the headset and all that stuff. And then you got to do it. And then you yeah. think, yeah, I'll do one once a week. And then the, after like a month, you're like, you did two or three a week and then you put them out because you're just like, fuck it, I'll put it out. And then you're like, oh shit, I don't got nothing to talk about. <laughs> ran out of ran out of subjects. Yeah, it's like I hope somebody e- emails me something. <laughs> it's easier for me to do the podcast than it is to make these memes that I make on Facebook. Okay, yeah, really, that, yeah. That, because <laughs> you the think ones, they come off the head? <laughs> they do, but I try to make them different than everybody else's because you know they got the mechanic memes page, you got car dealership life page, you know. They they all seem to be the same shit, but mine are more like shit that we deal with every day. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're like very true. Everybody life. deals with the shit. Yeah, it, and it's sometimes it's nice to vent about it, right? Like to tell somebody else your shitty experience, so you yeah, know, maybe they could feel bad for you. <laughs> no, they just they relate. Yeah, like yeah, I've been there. No, that happened to me three times already. Yeah, <laughs> Have you ever thought of starting your own podcast? Whether you are looking for a marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or you think it would just be fun to have your own show? Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters, including me, already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. You get a website, you get detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and a whole lot more. Check it out. Click the link in the show notes and start your own podcast while also supporting this show. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I've been asked how to help support the podcast. There's a link in the show notes if you want to donate to the podcast. Any donations that I get go straight to the podcast or to help promote the podcast. Also, they go to buying tools and doing giveaways and stuff like that on the Facebook page. If you're not following the Facebook page, follow that, Flatrate Tech Podcast. And when you do follow it, you should get a link to join the Flatrate Techs group. And that's where I'm going to do the giveaways at is on the group. But uh, thanks for listening, and I'll catch y'all next time.